This is Matt Riddle, NXT superstar, the King of Rose, and you're listening to Who Got Next. everybody and welcome to who got next your weekly podcast bringing you all the news and reviews for the best brand going nxt my name is phil cataldo but you can call me philium alongside the queen of shade mj santi what is up nothing much i'm over winter already yeah yeah makes sense yeah I got to leave work early today, though, because of the weather. So, Fun fact. Um, so, you know, I have to drive across a bridge twice a day in the truck. Four times a day altogether, but twice a day in the big FedEx truck. And um, with all my years of living here, I don't remember ever a time where the wind was so bad that there was actually an advisory that restricted empty box trucks and small cars. From crossing the bridge, which I thought was pretty crazy. Yeah. Damn. It was kind of nuts. I mean, luckily I had stuff in my truck, so. Yeah. But it's it's weird. Like, those winter advisories are weird because, like, it's not like there's cops stopping people. You know what I mean? So like, how would they know? That's what I'm saying. Like, they, it was on the – they were talking about it on the radio, and uh, they were – again, with a big sign up. Like, you can see it. Yeah. But, like – how do you know my truck's not empty? Or my well, like, you know. I mean, if your truck happens to tip over, then they're going to know. That just sounds like fun. That does not. No, sounds like I don't fun. think so. Yeah, because like, it'll tip over. What if it and then tips over and hit, what if it hits another car? Well, no, I'm on. It'll tip over and fall off the bridge. And then like, oh, that's fine. It'll be that's like Fast and Furious. Listen, I've watched enough Fast and Furious to know that you'll be okay. Yeah, Fast and Furious is definitely that realistic movie you can. I'm sorry, look you're telling to. you're not telling me it's realistic that they brought back a character that they showed die in like three different movies. <laughs> I think that's gonna be like one of the main things that's like gonna get people in the theater because they just like have to know how he's alive. How the fuck? So if people don't know how the fuck is Han alive? Okay, at first, okay, at first I was like, oh maybe they'll do some stupid shit where it's like it's his twin brother. Or whatever, right? Some dumb. But no, it's Han. It's been confirmed yeah. by the director that it's Han. So, like... Well, like, didn't... um, what What's her name? Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah, what's her character's name? Letty. Letty. Didn't she, like, die? Yeah, but then, like, in, we found out that she didn't one. die. So, like, maybe it's something like that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, she died in the fourth one. And then the the after credit scene after fast five they were like we found her and you're like found who what <laughs> the fuck oh yeah and then in fast six she came back isn't that when the rock came fast five or something came yeah and when they went to brazil and vin diesel was like this is brazil mm-hmm. this is a fast and furious podcast now if you guys didn't know <laughs> I'm, i like the movies are they good i movies? do too no they're terrible i, movies, I know i mean they're not they're terrible in the sense of like nothing that they do makes sense. Makes sense, and it's not realistic whatsoever. But like, 
And the thing is, because it's set in a world where it's supposed to be a real world, this isn't like a superhero well, movie. In the beginning, it right? Was, but not anymore. And it's like it just like went off into this like craziness. But like the, I think that like I thoroughly like I'll sit there and enjoy the movie. So I don't know. I will I will describe the Fast and Furious movies in this one comment. So I was listening to or I was watching a reaction video of the guys from Kind of Funny watching the trailer, right? Because they're like diehard uh, Fast and Furious fans. Um, and you know the one scene where Letty gets hit in the air and then she lands super hard, but it's on Dom's like car. And oh, they're yeah. like, oh, no, no, it's okay. The car broke her fall, even though it would have <laughs> still hurt her because it's a fucking car. Right. But she fell super hard. And it was like, oh, no, she's fine. She's all right. Yeah. Like the one time where it, didn't he like jump and catch her, but they were going the opposite direction, and it was like that's not even like possible. Yeah, there's a lot of things in that that are kind of ridiculous. But... And last thing I'll say about it, I've watched the trailer so many times. I've, everybody that has come to my house over since it's been, been released, like you have to watch this trailer. The one scene at the end where Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez are in a car and they hit the pole of the bridge. And then it wraps around their tire, and instead of, like, just completely destroying the axle and sending them to their death, for some reason, it bounces them up like a fucking ball. Like, and they just, like, it just springs them right back up. Like, I don't even understand how that's even possible physics-wise, but sure, I guess. I mean, there's that meme going around that they should might as well just fight the Avengers next, so. They might win it, Did too. you Did you hear about what Vin Diesel said in an interview? talking about fast and furious no so vin diesel was like he wants to end the series if it was he had it his way he'd want to end the series um with fast 10 being two parts right and people were like what are you fucking harry potter and i was crying laughing yeah i mean damn 10 movies that's like absolutely ridiculous technically 11 movies because yeah part one and two and then they it, said they would do spinoffs because they've been talking about doing an all girls one, which I think would be pretty cool. Okay, but, but they like flipped shit when there was a spinoff with Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, and it was great. It made a lot of money overseas. That's all that matters. Well, like Tyrese was pissed about it, so. Well, because. Because it pushed it, back production. Yeah. yeah. But, but if, they, I if mean, they end it, they could do whatever they want, right? Just saying. Just saying. But this is not a Fast and Furious podcast. We do talk Until it comes out again. and we talk about it again. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. For it. I'm dying to see it. Uh, it's crazy that you could get Fast and Furious tickets before you can get Harley Quinn tickets. That was a thing. Explain That's that to me. Yep. Uh, we, you only get Harley Quinn tickets, like, last week. And then Fast and Furious, whenever the trailer dropped, you can get it right away. And it doesn't come out till like, the summer. Yeah. May 22nd. There you go. That's Which, fuck movie theaters. That's not the summer. It's still May. That's yeah. That's not the summer. And speaking of the Harley Quinn movie, I did pre-order her sideshow collectibles figure last night. Will I get it this year? No, because it doesn't come out till next year. You only have to put twenty bucks down. So don't give me that look, mom. (laughs) All right. I didn't say anything. Your look said everything, and people needed to know the way you looked at me with disgust. (laughs) Um. So there was some wrestling going on this week. Uh, you know, we got some new signings and we had a pretty good episode of NXT kind of getting us into the mood or into the direction of TakeOver Portland. A lot of more matches have been confirmed, stuff like that. So it looks like it's going to be pretty good. But I definitely want to start off with the news 
and for me the shocking news so there was two new signees well three altogether but two new in the wrestling field of um so we had timothy thatcher who i honestly don't know a lot about uh, i was listening to busted open tommy dreamer was talking about how uh timothy thatcher has been a wrestler for like years and years and years um he was in imperium but i think it was just him walter and marcel or whatever how you say his name. i think it was just them three in the uk as imperium or as whatever they were called um it wasn't called imperium it was something else um so yeah there's that so i mean he's probably going to nxt uk uh but the one i do want to talk about is killer cross have you heard of this guy before yeah i've heard of him i don't like i haven't really seen much of him wrestling but i know who he is yeah, you've heard of so i don't know that much about him other than he was in impact uh he was when i was watching it he was john morrison's bodyguard and his thing is like he's like a like a psycho killer type of cerebral character um he's i don't know if they're married or if they're just boyfriend and girlfriend but he's with scarlet bourdois who just got signed to nxt a couple months ago who hasn't debuted yet um which makes sense now because most likely they'll put them together um the thing with killer cross is he's such a character based wrestler right so he did an interview with this guy named chris van fleet who does great interviews you guys should check it out um it's on youtube it's on podcasts and stuff so killer cross did an interview and he said that um you know he was talking about how it took him so long to get out of impact his contract and you know chris is like oh like where are you gonna go next and he was like oh i want to go somewhere like creative where i could like be creative and he was like a prop like he made it seem like he was going to AEW. He was like, AEW's great. They allow their people to be creative. They I have a lot of friends there. Um, this interview came out before Scarlet signed, so I'm like, oh, he's probably gonna go to AEW the way he's saying it, right? So it's completely shocking to me that he went to WWE, knowing that um even if you get creativity as a character, it's like the creativity that they want. You're you're very yeah. Limited. creatively controlled and for somebody like him who isn't he's not like ricochet you know like he's not this crazy athletic or crazy technical wrestler he's just so much of a character so it's important that he's allowed to be his character but i don't know how do you feel about you know nxt uk uh potentially getting timothy thatcher what does it mean for walter and stuff like that and how do you feel about killer cross I didn't know NXT UK was getting that guy. Did he say that earlier? No, I just, or, it's, it's, uh, I just, I'm just assuming since he's from the UK and he has like this history with Walter and, and like they need people over there as many as they can. I mean, I guess the, the more the merrier. And if he's involved with Imperium, even if it's like against Boy, Imperium, good for him, you know? Um, and Killer Cross, I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about him besides just like knowing who he is. So like, I'm interested to see how they play it. I know I saw some people like saying if he just stays straight in NXT or whatever, but like I, I mean, he's obviously gonna be in NXT first. So yeah, he. I mean, not, it's an NXT signee, so like. Yeah, he's not an established enough character to go to the main roster yet. Right. So yeah. I mean, and I hopefully he doesn't get lost in the shuffle. It's a stacked roster on NXT now. It's it's a stack roster and there's like 200 people down there. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't make any sense why they keep signing people. Yeah. Um, I personally like to see them start releasing people who they haven't been using. Did you so see the rumor earlier today? With the revival? 
No, your girl, Tanara Conti, supposedly walked out on WWE, like, upset about whatever creative direction or something. I mean, it. I That's mean, I've the been rumor. saying it for weeks. I've been saying it for weeks that she seems like, um, see, that's the thing with social media, right? You never really know if it's in character or right. if it's the truth. Um, well, especially with NXT because they do a lot of things in the performance center. Yeah. As like promos for NXT. Yeah. So. But it's like reading between the lines. So like, I don't know, like a month ago or whatever month uh, we've been talking about this for a while but like uh she started tweeting weird and she started like uh talking about her husband more and talking about her family more and her personal life and she started training jujitsu again uh and talking about how she's going to all these classes and she started uh, on her instagram she like oh join my instagram and you could be like a close friend thing or whatever and oh what type of content would you guys like to see from me and i'm like as a wwe wrestler you don't have time to do all that stuff right like you know xavier woods goes above and beyond with his youtube channel but like as far as the women a lot of them don't do extra stuff like that especially in nxt because you're at the fucking performance center six days a week Mm -hmm. so i mean it makes sense she she was on the highest rated segment of nxt before they did the whole thing with raw and smackdown invasion and Becky was on the show. Like, she had the highest segment. And then they don't use her. She, she's just there. And they're, and they're signing people over and over and over again. And, like, she's over with the crowd. I don't understand why they're not using her. And it's just crazy to me. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And, like, they're, like you see Mercedes is on TV now. Uh, you know, Chelsea Green's on TV. Uh, Deanna's on TV. Casey Cotazaro's back. Like, Tenara's just, like, just plummeting. Like, she has no chance to get on TV right now. Yeah. It sucks because I liked her. I was a big fan of hers. That is one instance that I do think, like, in a way, them being on USA Network hurts some of the little guys because obviously, if they're on USA Network, they're going to put forth a lot of their bigger stars mm-hmm. more often on TV. So, yeah, and we've seen the last couple of weeks is very much like they're only using specific people. Yeah, and it, it, because and it, the thing that I loved about NXT, you know, the original NXT was, uh, well, at least the original on the network NXT was that you would get these random matches, and maybe the people made it, maybe they didn't, but like I remember seeing Bailey before she was Bailey, like she was Bailey, but she didn't. She came out, her hair was straight down, she was wearing dull colors, like, and I remember thinking this girl will never be anything. I mean, I'm always wrong, so it doesn't. <laughs> I thought the same thing when I saw Nikki Cross for the first time. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I, I don't see a world where the Bailey's, even the Sasha Banks, when she first debuted, like Charlotte, I mean, if she wasn't Ric Flair's daughter, but like the, how people aren't even allowed to develop now because like you're on TV, like you're not going to get put on TV if you don't have something like you look at someone like a Caden Carter, right? Is she ever going to get a chance? Like. You know, it's Chelsea Green's in the storyline right now, so like they're using her. But like, is Casey gonna get a chance to grow, or is she gonna get get these random matches and then eventually get called up? And it's just there's a lot going on in NXT. I, I don't know. I just I missed the fact that it was taped before and stuff like that. But the other really cool thing that I, I want to get your opinion on is 
So NXT signed their first black female referee in Asia Smith. And a lot of wrestlers on Twitter have been talking about how much of a big deal this is and how they're so proud of her and stuff like that. So what do you think about this? I think it's great. She's female and she's black. Like, I mean, the representation, the representation is so important. And, you know, just like we saw with the halftime show, like it's it's there's something special when you see like someone you know, that looks like you, that's your culture or whatever, and they're on TV and they're in these important roles. So I'm happy, and I hope that they use her. I hope they use her a lot. I mean, they should. Uh, I know with the the female ref- referee, uh, Jessica, mm-hmm. I forgot what her last name was, but she's on SmackDown now. Um, I think it's like Carr it's really- or something like that. Yeah, Jessica Carr. Yeah, uh, she's on SmackDown now. So it's cool that NXT gets another female referee that they get to use often. And like you said, it's just... It just shows um, diversity in your product, right? Uh, you know, AEW has a lot of diversity on their show. NXT has a lot of diversity on the show. All the companies, really, right now, Impact has a lot of diversity on their show. NWA has the same thing. So it's like, it's just something different, man. You, you, I don't want to watch these shows and see the same type of people doing the same type of things. Mm-hmm. Let's switch it up a little bit, and that's really cool to me, right? That's awesome. Like you said representation because then maybe somewhere there is a girl a, you know a little girl looking like oh she's a girl and she's doing it or maybe there's a little black girl looking and she's like oh she's doing it i want to do it because she's doing it and yeah. it's gonna have more people apply to your job and want to be there so and we all know nxc has no problem with hiring people <laughs> even if they don't really have room for them <laughs> exactly um so yeah it's really cool it's really awesome the type of stuff that they're doing in nxc down there but Enough of that. Let's get into this week's episode of NXT. Uh, we're not going to go through every match, but I just want to start off by saying how much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? You had to do it with the dance. Could Bobby Fish fry could Bobby Fish could fry fish? How much you fish already could messed Bobby it up. Fish fry <laughs> if Bobby Fish could fry fish? Yeah. Yeah. And see, this is what I'm talking about. I don't want Riddle and Dunn to be a tag team. But they're just so entertaining together. They are. And, like, it's funny because, like, when they came out in their, like, browser mobile or browser yeah. weight reveal or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, he's all, like, Matt Riddle's all, like, yeah, and, like, smiling, and Pete Dunn's is like, straight face, like, yeah. so God. Like, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. I like their dynamics together. Like, you know, Pete Dunn is so serious, but, like, you know, he deals with Matt because they're a great team. So I, I fully enjoy them being together, actually. It's entertaining. And, um, I don't know if they if they confirmed this during the night. Um but it's it looks like it's gonna be Dunn and Riddle versus Undisputed Era at Takeover Portland, right? I mean, is wasn't that like the, official the when they won the Dusty? Oh, I don't remember. I, I was Classic. like, um, hey, you have an NXT podcast. Pay attention. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm, but professionally yeah, f- wrong. So, oh god, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's official. Like that's why they started. They kind of like started the feud this Wednesday. I mean, so. I'm down for it. It's gonna be a great match. Yeah. Uh, Riddle and Dunn work better as a tag team than most of the tag teams in WWE. So, I'm on the main roster, so you can't even knock it. And, hey, Cesaro and Sheamus, whoever thought you would put those two guys together, and the bar was awesome. So Oh, yeah. 
you know, maybe this will be like NXT's version of the bar, a team that none of us are like, oh, I don't want that. But then you're like, nah, I, I want that. And they're, they're awesome. To get. And like, we know NXT needs a ton, a ton, a ton of tag teams because they don't have any more. But I don't know. It, it's going to be really cool. And then they fought in the main event. What do you think of the main event? Might as well talk about it now. Honestly, I was disappointed that they fought in the main event. I felt like NXT, like we literally just talked about the great thing about NXT is that they don't do what Raw or SmackDown does where like if someone's in a feud and then they face each other different ways like a million times and they like pulled a Raw and they put them in a huge tag team match. So I was just right off the bat, I was like... I didn't really care. I, didn't, I actually don't think I really paid much attention to it because I was annoyed. I didn't either. I uh, I watched it at like, I think I watched the whole show within like an hour. I fast forwarded through all the commercials. Nice. Stupid segments that I don't care about. Uh, you know what's funny? I'm looking at my notes and I don't know why something auto-corrected to, oh, Devlin auto-corrected to decline. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is declined? And when did he go against Tyler Breeze? That makes no sense to me. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? So they're really putting hype behind Mercedes Martinez. And I got it. I'm wrong. I guess you were right. That I thought she was going to play the background and become a trainer. Like and I told you that you would be wrong. And like always. That's right. Listen, I told you. We talked about this a couple minutes ago. I'm professionally wrong. It is what you I just, do. You just you doubted my girl, else. and that's what we get. Don't 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 say it's your girl. Yeah, just I love her. Just because she's Puerto Rican, she would be half my girl too. Then. No, she's my girl because I like her. I liked her once I saw her in the Mae Young Classic. And she came out with that Puerto Rican flag. I just I don't know. There's just I like her style. Wow. I like her. Wow. You know you know what I say when Mercedes Martinez comes out? I look at the screen and I'm like, wow. Can this be in English? This is America. America. <laughs> this is America. God. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yeah, on I know. I'm so thing. mad about the stupid halftime show. Like, oh, that, the halftime show is incredible. I was going to say, the it's stupid, not the halftime show. It's the, the idiots. reaction to the halftime show. The idiots after it that are just jealous that they can't move like them. Listen, I'm, I'm watching it, right? We're watching it in the house. And fucking Bad Bunny came out, and I was like, yo. Here we go. And the funny thing is, people talk about the halftime show being overly sexual. It was supposed to be fucking Cardi B, not Shakira. Cardi B that turned would, it down. That would have been, like, way more sexual. That's what I'm saying. Cardi B turned it down, Um, she said, because she's, like, standing with Kaepernick or whatever. Right, yeah. So, like, she turned it down, and then they got Shakira to replace her. So if y'all motherfuckers was mad at Shakira, you would have fucking threw your shoe through a TV if Cardi B was on there. Yeah, and I don't even think, they weren't even, like, overly sexual. A lot of their dance moves were, like, typical, you know, Hispanic dancing. Yeah, I know. Which is, you know, sexy dancing. And, you know, whatever. The same people that were complaining tune into Dancing with the Stars all the time. And, like, I've seen the dancing and the outfits on there. It's the same shit. It's funny. uh, A lot of people on TikTok have been making fun of it, and it's like... Uh, I see a lot of girls making fun of it, and it's like, you think this is too sexual? And it's like, wait a minute. And then it's like pictures of cheerleaders, and it's like, hold on a second. They're in less clothing than they were. Yeah, the NFL cheerleaders don't wear much, and it's, who cares? Who cares? They weren't even, like, wearing things that were crazy either. Like, I don't really understand. 
people are just jealous that's what it is I saw or racist thing. that's yeah that's true i saw another thing somebody was like uh yo i was like um who invited j-lo to the shakira concert <laughs> it was like fucked up you know, yo shakira said that shit off man they both did. We're not going to pit the two they women. They were both great. They were both great. Them. They both they did amazing in their own great. ways. They did amazing together. JLo's daughter was amazing. That is one talented little girl. Um, and I loved seeing J Balvin and Bad Bunny. All of it was just... And the Puerto Rican flag showing up was my favorite moment. I cheered. I clapped. I was so excited. So... <laughs> It's funny, too, because, like, people are like, oh, my God, it's crazy that J-Lo's daughter can sing. And it's like, yeah, because that little girl's father is Mark Anthony. Yeah. Like, let's not forget that. Like, both her parents can sing. That. Then, but then I saw, like, someone's, like, stupid tweet, and they were like, so J-Lo's daughter, like, has such a good voice. And someone was like, correction, Mark Anthony's daughter. And I'm like, uh, correction, it's both of their daughters. Not like, correction, Mark Anthony's daughter, because J-Lo's not that good of a singer either. It's not even, there's both of their daughters. So, I mean, so J-Lo, obviously that. J-Lo's singing is not on she's Mark Anthony's level, but she's an amazing performer. She could still, like, hold a tune Listen, to I a certain point. We could agree, I cannot wait to see what type of fucking whitewash performer they give us next year. They're not going to be happy with it no matter what. There's complaints all the time. Like, every yeah, year. Yeah, Jay-Z is the producer, so he ain't playing that shit. He's the one who produced that shit. People Shout just don't Jay-Z. like entertainment. Speaking of Spanish people, uh, Angel Garza and Isaiah Swerve Scott yes. had a match, and it was awesome. Um, the one thing that was kind of confusing is, so Garza was on Raw on Monday, and he attacked Carrillo, and he had a match with Rey Mysterio, which was really cool to see that. Um, during the match, they talked a lot on Raw about um, the history between Garza's family and Mysterio, because Mysterio wrestled, I think it was his dad, because uh, Angel, it's like Angel Garza Jr., but it we all know. shows how old Rey Mysterio was. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, we all <laughs> know that Vince McMahon does not play that Jr. shit. If you have Jr. in your name, you're not allowed to use it. Um so, yeah, it was really cool to see that. Then he's back on NXT on Wednesday saying he wants to go at Devlin for the title. And I understand it was probably last minute because Andrade got suspended. So they're probably just trying to further the storyline with him and Carrillo. But I don't know. I, I thought it was great. The match against Swerve was fantastic. Those two guys yeah. have all the chemistry in the world. And I want to see them in, like, a legitimate feud where both guys are giving Mike time. Both guys are giving, like, an actual story. Maybe after Mania when things uh, start to calm down. Because we're in the mania push right now everything is right. going towards mania um you know i think it'll be really awesome to see that uh just to see where they go with that after mania yeah. but did you like this match yeah it was a good match i i think gars is uh his like finisher or whatever he did there i thought that was weird i wasn't a fan of it like he, like he did the thing where he like lifted scott and scott's like legs went around him and then he slammed i was just weird like i don't I didn't really get it. No one's going to swing their legs around their opponent. I mean, it happens. Like that. I don't know. It happens. That was the only thing I thought was like, it was weird. The whole match, from what I paid attention to, was really, really good. Which, I mean, cruiserweights are always, they always put on great matches. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just like a given at yeah. this point. It's like if you see two cruiserweights again, you're like, okay, this is going to be a good one. So Now, the, the one thing. That we honestly should open the show with, but uh, now <clears throat> the biggest moment of the night for me. So we had Charlotte coming to NXT, 
So on Monday, let's go back a little bit. So on Monday, Charlotte comes out to say who she's challenging at Mania, given the fact that she won the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it going to be Becky? Is it going to be Bailey? Uh, Rhea Ripley interrupts her, so we're like, oh, it's going to be Rhea. That's cool. Charlotte's on NXT this past week, and she Bianca's the first one out. Then Charlotte comes out, then Rhea comes out, and then Bianca and Rhea attack Charlotte, which... You know, I want to get your opinion on this, but it was my favorite part of the whole night because no matter what, NXT is NXT. Like, let's not forget that they just went to war with Raw and SmackDown recently. And WWE (laughs) tends to just do shit and forget about it on TV, right? But I like that they kept this going. Um, The fact that, you know, Rhea was like, we have a saying here, we are NXT. Then they slammed her. I thought that was fantastic. But what did you think about the whole segment in general? I'm going to say something that you're going to be really proud of. Ready? I know what you're going to say, and I can't wait to hear it. My favorite part of this segment was Bianca the entire time. She yep. was so entertaining. She was hilarious when, you know, you see her contemplating, like, how she's going to kick Charlotte's ass after Charlotte, like, dismisses her and tries to, like, yep. count her out. She was gold in that segment she was my favorite part of it and i like you said i do love the whole like family mentality within nxt and even just like with me have like we have an nxt podcast like i sit there and i'm like so proud i'm like you damn right we're nxt like you know that's how i felt yeah that's how i felt watching it and it's cool because like you know going into this like on monday you're like charlotte versus Rhea. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's going to be a great match. But then you see how the three of them interact with each other, and you're like, I kind of want to see a triple threat at Mania now. That's all I kept seeing on Twitter. A lot of people want a triple threat. I don't, I mean, I, for me personally, I don't like the idea of Charlotte in, in a match. Threat. No, no, in a match for the NXT title. Because Charlotte's just, she's not going to NXT. Like, that's, mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. She's not there anymore. Like Bianca said, you don't go here. She doesn't go there anymore. She's done it. Like, so I just, I mean, whatever. But I guess it'd be cool, though, if they did, if they had the triple threat and then, like, Bianca won it and had her moment mm-hmm. and Which got the title. Then, it, I mean, excited for. yeah. I'd be very excited for it. Um, it's just, it's, it's cool to me because I think... In WWE, what's most important is not even the wrestling anymore. It's personality-wise, can I put you in a ring with someone the level of Charlotte, and can you hold your own? And I think Bianca can hold her own with Charlotte, with Sasha. We've seen it before, right? Mm -hmm. Not just in the ring. You put a microphone in her hand, and she can get through a promo segment where, like you said, when Charlotte kind of like mushes her away, right? everyone's eyes were on Bianca. Yeah. If she wasn't good at what she does, you wouldn't even care. Like, right, get get out of here, Bianca. We'll hear from you in a little bit. But the fact, like, her reactions, her facials, the way she was acting, I was telling Brittany, I was laughing, I was like, because I showed her afterwards, I was like, she reminds me of so many girls I went to school with. Like, just so many girls who I've seen do that same exact thing, and it was like, oh, it's so perfect. They're, you know, doing a great job at booking Bianca right now. And Rhea, too. Rhea is, like, a badass. She's like, I don't care. Let's fight right now, then. And, like, they're doing a good job booking both those two characters in different directions, but uh, booking both of them very strong. Yeah. I mean, and she she was in the ring with Charlotte, who's one of the best of all time in WWE, and then the NXT champ, and then Bianca's the one that stole the show. 
Exactly. So. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, I mean, I've been saying it for years. Bianca is a star. She has all the charisma in the world. She's great in the ring. She's super strong. She brings a different element completely that a lot of the girls don't bring, right? Because usually when you're the strong girl, you're Nia Jax or you're Beth Phoenix or something like that, right? Like Bianca. Don't insult her like that. Jeez. Nia Jax. Nia Jax is strong. I know, but like, she's not part of the conversation. I like, you don't like Nia Jax? No, I can't stand her. Why? I like Nia Jax a lot. Why? Like, I don't understand. I just, I just don't like her. She's annoying. She's friends with the Bella Twins. That's cool, but she's annoying. She's Auntie Naya or Titi Naya to us. I don't think she ain't no Titi. She's not Hispanic. She's close enough. She's Samoan. I mean, Charlotte's probably going to call her that now. What she is. <laughs> you know. So for anybody who doesn't have TikTok, make sure you find Nia Jax's TikTok. Because she did two TikToks with Charlotte. And in one of them, they're dancing to Spanish music. And I was in fucking tears laughing. Because it's so funny. It's like everything MJ said. Where it was like, why white girls, when they date Spanish guys, go the extra mile to act Spanish. And Charlotte be acting crazy Spanish now. It's mad funny. She's going to do it's her so promos funny. in Spanish then. Watch. Yo, I'm down for it. She's going to do it. She's you know what's funny? It. You want to hear something funny? So Impact right now is doing a tour in Mexico, right? They did, they, they did their tapings in Mexico that's airing right now. Did your girl um, speak Spanish? Because I think I saw something like that. Oh, well, we'll get to it. So they're in the ring, right? And, uh, you know, Tessa is the Impact World Champion. She's fighting guys. And this guy comes out and he's like talking shit. And she's challenging him to a fight. And she says the last part of her promo in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And the crowd did not react. Like they were like, what? Like, they just looked at... I don't know if she said it wrong or if they were just like, wait a minute. I think it doesn't help that she was just in this drama where people were calling her racist. Probably. And then it kind of seems like she's, like, trying, like, I'm not racist. I'm speaking in Spanish. Like... I mean, she is marrying a Mexican, so... I'm just saying. Yeah. Whatever. Just saying. You're racist. You're friends with me, so... I don't... What am I racist against? White people. No. Good old American people who just wanted... America. Fucking country singer bluegrass to sing the Super Bowl. Because nothing says Super Bowl hype halftime show. Like... I don't think people understand that. Like, I don't give a shit who's up there. As long as they have hype-ass songs. Yeah, I mean, my brother, when Bruno Mars was going to be the halftime show by himself, my brother talked a lot of shit. And I was like, I'm telling you, he's going to be amazing because I've been a huge Bruno fan from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then then after, my brother was like, I think I'm a fan of Bruno Mars. Because he's fire. Bruno Mars is fire. He was great. This is why people need to start watching award shows because you would have known that shit for years. Bruno Mars puts on a goddamn show. Mm -hmm. He's a great entertainer. And that's all you need. (laughs) I saw somebody say, and they were like, <clears throat> when the performance was done, they were like, y'all thought that shit was too sexy. Yo, let's get Rihanna next year. Let's really show these motherfuckers. <laughs> Rihanna be upside down and like a crazy person. Yeah, she wouldn't do it. Though. But Rihanna has bangers. That's all you want. I don't want no new artists. I want an artist who's established for years who has bangers, who just has fucking hits for days. Like how J-Lo and Shakira perform hits and they didn't even perform all their hits. Yeah, yeah. 
And you get hype with each one. You're like, oh my god, I love this song. Oh my god, this song. Yo, you know? when Shakira did the fucking Waka Waka shit. Oh my god, I love that song. I love it. It's it was dope. This we should just make this a Super Bowl halftime podcast. This every, every time we talk, we talk about, about something, stuff. you want to make it a blah blah Don't podcast. Fucking ruin. I'm just saying. Don't just break saying. every time. Makeup. Jeez. Oh, we're a makeup podcast. Super Bowl. We're a Super Why Bowl not? podcast. I like to do different things. I like to diversify. Is that how I said it? I like to diversify my podcast. Maybe somebody's listening. Maybe somebody's girlfriend is in the background listening, and they're like, "Wow, makeup." I really don't think so. But maybe somebody's boyfriend's in the background listening, like, "Huh, makeup?" You don't know. I I mean, I guess not. Or maybe the person listening is makeup. You know. You know. Maybe Charlotte's listening, and she wants you to teach her Spanish. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, I'm she's a pro saying. now already, so. She is. She is more Spanish than you. Fact. I saw it on the dirt sheets. They were talking about it. Yeah, definitely. Once she slipped on but, those Tims, too. She's like. <laughs> but now, from one thing to uh, that you don't care about to another thing you definitely don't care about, and that's Dijak versus Killian Dane. Oh, um, that was the one I texted you about, right? Yeah, I know. So I thought it was a pretty good match. Um it's cool that Dijak won. I'm a little afraid for Killian Dane though, because like he came back with such a like a, a big push and he was in this feud with Matt Riddle and he was in the feud with Pete Dunn and Damian Priest and all this stuff and now he's just losing. And now he's like, just uh, that guy that like when you know when he comes out, you're like, Okay, well he's losing. And he's like that sucks. guy that like when they're trying to show like someone strong like Dijak, he's gonna they, come out gets him. to beat him. Who was who was just that guy on the main roster? Samoa Joe's like that. Was like that yeah. for a while. Where it was and like, like every feud he was in, he lost. Every time. Yeah. And I don't want Dijak to become that. I like Dijak, man. I'm not Dijak. Oh, I'm like he's Killian <laughs> Dane. I like Killian Dane like that because yeah. Killian Dane's the man, and I don't. I just don't want him to stop using him. But they have too many fucking people. That's, that's yeah, that's the problem. They're too stacked. They're way too stacked. Bring Alexander Wolf back to regular NXT and fucking reunite sanity. Isn't he Shit. technically in Imperium? Who? On NXT UK? Who? The guy that you just said. Alexander Wolf? Yeah, isn't he in NXT UK? He is UK? in Imperium. But kick him out of Imperium. I mean, he doesn't fit in. He doesn't fit in. He doesn't fit in. Does he they fit in? Three... Does he fit no. in? No. I just... Listen. <laughs> breaking news. He doesn't fit in. He looks like a fucking homeless person. And the other three Yo, guys... Why are you are so judgy cut. on how wrestlers look? I'm just saying, like, visually, it doesn't make sense. Because the other three look one way. It would be like if Undisputed Era was Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Killian Dean. You'd be like, hold on a second. That's their muscle. Right? No. I mean, like, Enzo and Cass? But in Imperium, the muscle is Walter. That's true. They don't get more muscle than that. Yeah. Put this Timothy Thatcher guy there, right? And then put Alexander Wolf back in NXT. Let's reunite Sanity. Bring Eric Young back, okay? Instead of him just losing on Raw. Bring him back. Does he even wrestle on TV? Yeah, yeah, he wrestles every... He's like a producer, too, I think. Oh. He's probably, like, phasing out of, like, the so actor wrestler role. Give me Sanity back. He's I probably like doing sanity. what you thought Mercedes was going to do. She will eventually. I mean, not right now. They seem to be pushing later. her. They're going to push her. Watch. I don't know if you saw her after the Super Bowl halftime show, which this whole podcast is about. She was talking about how she wanted to make an in-ring gear 
like oh, the flag. She wanted to make a cape of it. I retweet. I re- think I retweeted or replied and was like, "Do it, please." <laughs> would you, you threaten her? Do it. Fucking do it then. <laughs> I didn't threaten her. I was just like, just, like do it. Just, I like to think that's how she read it. Like just do like it. That, like aggressive. Like yeah, do, do it. it. Fuck. Um, speaking of her, let's talk about her match. So, Mercedes Martinez versus Casey Catanzaro. The one funny thing I want to mention is, so, right now, Casey's obviously still learning and all this stuff. But the one cool thing that she does is the way she gets into the ring. Oh, what yeah. What the fuck do they do? They cut away. I mean. I was like, are you kidding me right now? That's what I came to see. Her getting the ring like that. That's, like, the coolest part of the whole segment. And they cut away. I think Casey is really good. She's great in her athleticism. But to me, her as like a whole wrestler, she's boring. Put her in a tag team. Her and, and Caden Carter work as a tag They're team. They're both boring. On the house shows. I like Caden Carter. Do no, like I mean, Carter? I know. I I didn't say I don't like her. Just like I said, I like Casey. I just, I think she's kind of boring. It's like, hey, you don't guys, like Kaden, every time she you don't comes like out. Casey, like, you don't like Nia Jax. Now, people under, are starting to understand why I call you the queen of shade. I'm just saying. Like, it's like every time. Like, She's happy to be here. No. That's going to be on shirt. According happy to the to rumors, she wasn't. So. That's true. But according to rumors, she wasn't coming back. So That's there true. you go. Listen, her and Ricochet just smile at each other all the time. God. And you're just upset. That she gets to touch those beautiful washboard abs. She can have them. You must have saw those videos. <laughs> no. I just, I haven't even been watching wrestling, so I just not even need that. I don't even care about anyone. Listen, and, and Ricochet, rest in peace, man. Oh, know, it's, it's gonna have It's so sad what's going to happen to him in Saudi, you know? Um, he's going to win the title. It's going to be him versus Drew at Mania. Yeah, that makes sense. Come on. I'm a Ricochet I fan, think, and I, I know think, that would never happen. I think you might you might go running in the streets if he was to win. <laughs> you might burn Twitter down if Ricochet beat Brock Lesnar as much as you hate Brock Lesnar. I don't know. I'm just saying. But about the match with Mercedes and Casey, the shocking thing is that Casey lost. Because usually when it's two random wrestlers, the the one that's the one that's looking to be perceived as the bigger babyface ends up winning. When yeah. It's a random match like that. So I was shocked that Mercedes won. I was happy Mercedes I won. I wasn't. They gave her a video package. They're obviously they want to do something with her. Casey's there to smile. And You're just upset you and Casey are the same height. Why would I be upset about that? Because you don't want to exist in the same existence with somebody who is the same height as you. That's, I'm not you. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean me? You complain about wrestling. Oh, he's supposed to be a wrestler. He looks like me. How is he a wrestler? He looks like me. I'm saying, has that so you always hate on people then. that look no. like you. Is so. that, has that guy been on TV since then? No, because he looks like me. He's probably at work right now. FedEx delivering packages. Just saying. That dude does not look like a fucking wrestler. Listen, I'm not saying you have to be all trim and slim. You know what I mean? It ain't like that. But you need to understand your fucking body type. I don't see Killian Dane walking around with his shirt off. Um, Didn't he used to? He Not anymore, though. Okay, but he did. So all right, well, that guy, I don't even remember that guy's name. Do you remember his name? Because I don't. No, I don't. 
at all. I want to say Tony Nese, but it's not Tony Nese. Um, Tony Nese definitely looks nothing like you. I didn't say Tony Nese looks like you. <laughs> Are we talking about? That guy's name was Tony Nese, but it's not him. I know it's not him. Okay. What is his name? I just said I don't know. I know his real name is Trevor Lee, or his indie name, but I don't know. I don't remember his name here. Let me see. Hold on. Give me a second. But he's te- while you're looking this up, he is fucking terrible. He's so boring. He's frumpy, dumpy looking, and I don't want to see fucking wrestlers that look like that. I don't. Or if you look like that, wear gear. Cameron Grimes. That oh my god, the name is even bad. Cameron Grimes. I, Trevor Lee sounds better. Why wouldn't they use that? Because you know they like to own everything. You know what I'm saying? They like to own everything. I don't know, but... I mean, we might as well get into the one segment we haven't talked about, and that's uh, Tyler Breeze versus Decline, or Jordan <laughs> Devlin. Uh, it is really cool that Jordan Devlin seems to be on all the shows. I know this past week he was on NXT UK, he was yeah. on NXT, and he was on 205 Live, or he was going to be on 205 Live. Well, he has to be now. He's on a Friday. champ. That's what I'm saying, but like I think it's awesome that they're using him a lot more, yeah, and stuff like that. And it's just you're integrating the NXT UK talent in this, which is awesome, and you're giving people more chances. I still do not perceive Tyler Breeze as a cruiserweight. It's still weird to me, even seeing him in the ring with Devlin. It's almost weird. Like you should be in the ring with like. I mean, if Murphy was a cruiserweight, then I think Tyler. That motherfucker was a tank. Yeah. Did you see? I don't know if this is true, but somebody posted something that they changed his name to just Murphy now. Yeah, on the WWE site, it just said Murphy. Oh, why do they do this? Because they like to make people like you angry. Fuck, just leave their names alone. I told you, only not much longer until it's just Scott. I think it's worse. It's going to fucking happen. I mean, Ronaldo called him that during the commentary. He just said Scott. Scott. Just call him Swerve. It's his name. Just call him Swerve. Nope, his it's definitely cool. Scott. It's gonna be Scott. Scott. We're in the <laughs> we're in the, the the cruiserweight match at WrestleMania. We have Jordan Devlin, Angel Garza, and Scott. Like, all right. <laughs> and then of course, right? You're like, and come to the ring, Scott. You're accepting like some white dude with glasses, and it's fucking Swerve. Like, wait a minute. That's the Swerve. Like, oh, that's good. That's good. It's <laughs> probably the best thing you've ever seen on the show. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm sure I've said better. But... No, that's that's up there is one of the best things. Um, uh, another thing we didn't talk about. So Velveteen Dream. Oh yeah, he returned. He returned. Exciting. Uh, very exciting. I thought the segment was cool. Um, did you catch his gear though? Um, that was the first. I noticed it ASAP. I yelled it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is his wife and son on his pants." Strong. I, when you see it from behind and it just says "Call me Marina," I was like, "Who the fuck is Marina?" I saw I their like, faces oh. first, oh, no, and I then saw he, the back first. then when he turned around, then I saw the back, and I was dying. That was hilarious. That was good. I mean, hey, maybe it's him versus Roddy at a uh, takeover Portland. Maybe they're gonna have like fucking eight matches. I don't really see that happening, but well, as of right now, let's see. Let's count them. We have Cole versus Champa. Mm-hmm. We have. Lee versus Dijak. Is that official? Have, when was that official? Yes. Lee versus Dijak? Yeah, when was that official? Uh, at some point this week. They made it was on social media. So <laughs> Lee versus Dijak. Okay. We have the tag team match. Mm-hmm. We have Dakota versus uh 
Tegan. We have Rhea versus Bianca. That's five matches right there. And it looks like we're going to have Velveteen versus Roddy. Or maybe they save it. But I don't maybe know what the they Wednesday would save after. it for, but I don't know. We'll see. We might have Angel Garza versus uh, Jordan Devlin in a rematch because, you know, he asked for his rematch. Listen, I'm down for more matches. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, NXT matches are great. I mean, it would suck because, you know, time constraints or whatever. Yeah. But, yo, we're getting two women's matches, which I'm excited about. I mean, Dakota and Tegan doesn't make sense because they fought already. And it was like a weird way to get to a no-holds-bar match. They should have just did it from the beginning. Is it a street whatever, fight? See it. Yeah. It's like, whatever. You should have just did that from the beginning then. Yeah. WWE, so... Yeah, that's the way it is. But yeah, hey, Velveteen Dream is back. It's super exciting. Um, I would like, honestly, would like to see him beat Adam Cole for the title. Just saying. Some different, some new. I mean, it would be. It would be. But Oh, we didn't talk about the Balor and Gargano interview. That's I fine. I didn't watch that. Wow. All right. <laughs> it, it, it's cool. The, the cool thing I will say about it, um, I love that. So, the interview, they're trying to explain, like, why the fuck are they feuding, right? And it's been going on for so long because Gargano got hurt that it's kind of like, all right, like, what? why is this still happening? So, Finn Balor was like, I'm on the, I'm on Raw and SmackDown. I keep hearing about this guy, Johnny Gargano, and, like, he's the best at NXT. He's Mr. NXT. Mm-hmm. Like, I created it. I love that, like, that's the direction they're going. Because as fans, the argument has been the past year Who's better, Finn or Gargano, right? Because Finn was the bigger star. He's what made NXT. He brought NXT to the bigger level, right, Right. to the arenas. It was because of Finn and everybody else, too, the women. I think mostly the women, to be honest with you. But Finn and the guy side was the one. Um, And it's like he was Mr. NXT. But Gargano has done so much more for so much longer. It's kind of Johnny Gargano. He's a triple crown champion, like he said in an interview. He's performed at the most takeovers in a row and all together. Like, Johnny Takeover. Like, that's a real thing. So, like, I'm excited to see their match. I'm sure they're going to... They're probably going to have the best match of the night. Probably. If not, Lee and Dijak, because that's just what they do. It does blow my mind that, like, I saw Lee and Dijak wrestle in a fucking, like, policeman gym in, like, Connecticut with, like, 100 people. And now they're going to be wrestling on a takeover for a title. That's Thanks. pretty damn cool. That's pretty damn cool. I feel like I should be there, you know? Maybe they'll call me up. Was it the Robert Stone brand? How about the Phil Cataldo brand? First person I'm signing, Bianca Belair. Second person I'm she signing, need you. Tainara. It doesn't matter if she needs me. I'm signing her. Second person I'm sign, signing, Keith Lee. Third person I'm signing. You said second to Nara Conti, and then you changed this to second was Keith Lee. So you Tainara Conti. Tainara Conti, third. Right? Fourth person I'm signing? I don't know. Tegan Knox. Fifth person I'm signing? Your thing would probably go over as well as, like, Titus's team that he had. Remember when he had, like... Philium Worldwide. Wrestlers. Book that shit. Philium Worldwide. Ura, 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 ura. That oh, was geez. stupid shit he did. I apologize for our listeners for hearing that. Are gonna be the primetime players? Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. 
Anyway, I have a couple of um, stuff from Twitter. Go ahead. Yeah. So, the legendary JF rated our blooper star, Mr. Fretz. So he gave us a couple things to talk about, actually. What tag team would you like to see in NXT other than the obvious choices, Revival, Profits, and War Machine? Um, I would love to see the Usos in NXT just because NXT cares about tag team wrestling when they actually have them. And I think it would be cool to see the Usos mix it up with like Undisputed Era and stuff. Yeah, it would be cool to see them like fight other people. I mean, remember yeah, besides the New Day. Yeah, they were in a feud with New Day for like years. I know, which was great. But I mean, like, every match, yeah, thing. every match was great. I don't really know any other tag teams on the main roster. Um, I, I would like to see Ryder and Hawkins because I know Hawkins is like a really good wrestler, and I would like to see him like get to actually wrestle. I don't really like Zack Ryder. Um, but like I, I, Kurt Hawkins is pretty good. I'd like to see him wrestle down there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe Lucha House Party, get them. Are they like, still a thing? I think so. If they are, get them down there. Or um, the Singh brothers that are on. Oh yeah. Live, get them back. Like they have tag teams that they're not using. I just don't understand why. Give them all to NXT. Give me the clones, right? Isn't one of them suspended right now? I don't know. One, or, or one of them is wrestling in different things. What do you mean? Different promotions? He's like does other stuff that um Epico. Oh. He definitely like does Fuck other maybe. But his thing still says but like He's doing other stuff still. Oh, maybe he left. I don't know. And like this? Yeah, so this was reset. This was November. Yeah, maybe he, he maybe he left. Maybe he's just wrestling in Puerto Rico. Yeah, so interesting. I mean, he's not on TV, so right. That's very interesting. Put back, and I know Jason Jordan's hurt. I listened to an interview with Kurt Angle, and he said that he's still trying to come back. So if Jason Jordan's ever able to come back, him, Chad Gable, American oh, Alpha, yeah. bring them back. They were awesome together. They were. They should have never split them up. That was dumb. I agree. That was terrible. Or made Jason Jordan fucking Kurt Angle's son. <laughs> Good. Um, do you think UK, this is also for Mr. Fratz, do you think UK gets a mid card title? What should it be? European, European TV, etc. I mean, I don't think they get a UK uh, mid card title. They don't have enough talent over there. I mean, yeah. I think they could benefit from it because they have like mid card guys that don't. I mean, they just, like, they have their match and, like, that's it. Yeah, I just don't think they have enough, though. Do you watch it? Do you know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough. They have guys, but, like, not enough established. It took NXT years to get a mid-card title. Yeah. They are NXT right now, so, like, they're not going to have a mid-card title. And you could use the Cruiserweight title as your mid-card title, like, for now. Because Fabian Eichner technically was a Cruiserweight. He was in the Cruiserweight Classic. I know he... he he got bigger after, even though he's the same size. But, like, your board Mark Andrews, he could have a feud with Jordan Devlin over there. Or you could just have people from NXT be a part of their takeovers when it's against Jordan Devlin since he's a U.K. wrestler. Yeah. 
also for Mr. Fretz. I don't know about this. If NXT did a homecoming King of the Ring style tournament with any former talent, who would you put in it? Hmm. That's that's actually would be a great idea. Um, Sami Zayn. Oh yeah. Bo Dallas. Oh my God, is uh, he still a wrestler? Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas, I think so. Uh, I would do Sami Zayn, Bo Dallas, uh, and Nakamura. Nakamura, absolutely. Um, Andrade, Aleister Black would be fun. Uh, Rob, uh, Bobby Roode, I think would be good. He'd be cool to watch because he was, you know, people liked him in NXT. There's Cedric Alexander. He, was, he wasn't really in NXT much, but he was part of the Cruiser True, true. I, w- I would bring Cedric back for something like that. Um, in that vein, uh, Mustafa Ali. Oh, yeah. Yo, fucking use him. I know I don't Shit, man. I don't really understand why this dude not. is putting out fucking videos on Twitter. He's trying to get on any show. Yeah. Not even just SmackDown. Put him at two or five live. Who gives a fuck? Give me Mustafa Ali versus Jordan Devlin at on a WrestleMania pre show match and let him win the fucking title. Cause can we do anything with this guy? He's just the most likable guy in the roster. Mm-hmm. Right? Real life fucking great guy, right? Judging on his social media and the stories that you hear and he tells. Like, fucking give him a chance. This is why people are like, oh, it was supposed to be him versus Daniel Bryan last year. I don't fucking believe it. I don't give a shit with it. He can say it himself to me. I don't believe that they were ever going to actually go through with that shit. Because there's no way you fall off a cliff this fucking hard. He's not even on TV anymore. I know. Like, he was going to win the title at Mania? No, there's no way. Or maybe, I mean, maybe not necessarily win it. Maybe he was going to have the match. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. We have one more from Sin City Brett. Do you think Charlotte versus Rhea hurts or helps NXT? Can Rhea afford to lose this match? And are we at the point where NXT can lose some of these skirmishes or is winning imperative like it was at Survivor Series? He went like specific. (laughs) So I honestly think no matter what happens, it's all to help NXT because if you look at it this way, Charlotte is the best women's wrestler in the world. So if you're judging it based off the character on TV, Charlotte has free reign to do whatever she wants. Mm -hmm. She could be on Raw. She could be on SmackDown. She could be on NXT. And she chose, well, we would assume, she's going to choose to go against Rhea because that is the strongest women's division in the world, in any company. So if the best of all time is saying... I'm going to NXT because the talent is the best there, then that automatically they're better. Rhea could afford to lose because if you look at it, Johnny Gargano never successfully defended his title and he's fine. Yeah. No, I think if she has a great showing with someone like Charlotte, it doesn't matter if she loses. And Charlotte is untouchable. Even if Charlotte got pinned, it wouldn't matter because she's still Charlotte. Yeah. She's established. Like you said, I like the idea. I would love it if Bianca gets added to that match and Bianca wins the title. And we get maybe a little mini feud after Mania between Charlotte and Rhea to kind of get Rhea over. And we're crazy to think that during Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble, the two people that stood out the most were Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. You're crazy to think that Vince McMahon isn't looking and going, I want one of them. Yeah. So it would make sense. Hey, maybe Vince is like, I want Rhea on the main one of the main shows. I want her on SmackDown. I want her on Raw. 
you know, Raw needs people because it's basically Becky, Asuka, and then fucking who cares? Everyone else seems to be on SmackDown, right? Um, or maybe they the both go using. up. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they do. Maybe Charlotte wins and stays. Oh, that's not happening. Yo, crazier things have happened. Just saying. I don't think it's happening. Crazier things. Have... Listen, you forget Triple H is the one in charge of NXT. Okay. So maybe Charlotte was like, and and Becky Lynch is a shiny new toy. So, you know, if Charlotte's going to stay on Raw, you know, maybe she doesn't want to stay on Raw with Becky because she knows Becky is going to get all the, the time. They're not taking the belt off Becky. Maybe Rousey's coming back and going to Raw. Who knows? I think with Triple H running NXT, it's really up in the air. I don't think so, but... Uh, listen, you also said, I don't think that Bianca girl is good. I never said she wasn't good. You said that to me all the time. I never said she wasn't yeah. good. You used to spit at me and go, she's terrible. And I'd be like, whoa, that's crazy that you said that. Nope. Yep. Just saying. She has her own action figure. It doesn't come out till April, though, so I'm not buying it yet. But I'm excited about it because it actually looks good. And the basic figures usually look like shit, but hers looks pretty good, which I'm excited about. Like the Iconics basic figures, mm, paint, they did paint and Royce dirty. I feel like they do a terrible job on the women in general on any of those figures. No, some no, because Zelina's look really good. Look. A lot of times, though, they do a terrible job on the women. Look at that. Just like in the games, they don't do a good job on the women. Look at Zelina. Okay. Okay, now look at how fucking bad the basic Andrade is. Are they, like, on. on your bed or something? Well, yeah, because they were on my desk. And oh. then I moved them to my bed. I mean, I have Zelina in my bed. Why would I not take advantage of that? I'm about to text. That's I'm going to text Brittany right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Whatever. She's yelling at me. It is what it is. Um... So that, that's a great way to end the show this week. Uh, any final <laughs> thoughts before we get out of here? No. I don't think I do. <laughs> I'm such a bad co-host sometimes. I really am. But I mean, you said it. I didn't say anything. But I only said sometimes, though. <laughs> sometimes? Sometimes. <laughs> um, if you guys want to follow uh, more bad takes from both of us, uh, at who got next pod on Twitter. Really me. It's not really Phil. Yeah, it's really her yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Um, at MJ underscore Santi with four eyes. If Two you want to follow her on Twitter. Two four eyes. eyes. Three eyes. Was that a shot um, at me because I'm wearing my glasses? I'm offended. No, but that's really funny because <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's really... <laughs> <sighs> that's so funny. I need glasses. My eyes are blurry all the time. Well... Join the club. I used to have glasses, but they broke, and then I got another pair, and then I lost them. Well, I wouldn't be able to walk through life without glasses or contacts, so. You should get the Rhea Ripley contacts. No, I'm make you look like a snake. I'm okay. Do it. Do it for science. Just science reasons. And then go to work like that and be like, what? I don't see anything wrong. Scare the patients. And then when fucking Karen is like, no, you don't understand. You know what I'm saying? All the people we got to deal with every day, like, you just scare them. The worst people have to deal with are on the phone. The insurance company. So video chat them. I would not want to video chat with an insurance company. Video chat them, and then there'll be that one person that got into the accident. What? 
Remember that one woman that got like hit by a car or like her car got hit by a door? Oh, yes. While I was on the phone with her. That's probably one of my more entertaining phone calls I've ever had. And I just want to say uh, shout out to me um, for watching The Masked Singer once and immediately getting. I mean, come on. Everybody did. Once he opened his mouth. Well, Britney's younger. But like once he opened in that era, once he opened his mouth, I was like. That's the way. And then Frankie was like, oh, yeah, I hear it. And it's like, I couldn't hear anything else. Whatever. You guys aren't taking this away from me. I don't watch that show, though. And Neither do I. I only watched it because it was after the Super Bowl. Well, and Frankie I didn't made me watch it because he wants to watch it. But I'm way too impatient of a person in life to watch a show and have to wait to find out who these people are. I just want to know after the first episode. I can't wait. I agree. I agree. I can't watch a whole season and not know. I'm too impatient for that shit. Plus, it, the fucking net is too wide. Like... Drew Carey was another one. Like, I, like fucking, what? He's still around? Like, it could literally well, be anybody. I know, I know. And the judges don't make it better, because they have the dumbest fucking guesses. They do. Like, clearly they're doing it for TV, but it's like, come on, bro. Jamie Foxx didn't know it was Lil Wayne? Yeah. It's dumb. It was fucking dumb. But that's it for this week. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Who Got Next. We will see you guys later. Alligators. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening and who got next.